Hey, listeners, welcome to another episode of the Kids Ministry 101 podcast. I'm Chuck Peters, as always, and it's so glad to have you back. You look so good today. Unbelievable. With the holidays and everything, you haven't gained a pound. Well, let's move on from there because, I mean, I'm all about the pie. So, uh, hey, welcome to the to the show today. This you, you guys know that we like to have fun. And so today is, if nothing else, this will deliver on the promise of fun. So to start with, I'm here with one of my fun friends, Jana Magruder. Jana, good to see you. How are you? I'm great, except for at first, at first I thought you were introducing me when you said you look great, you haven't gained a pound. <laughs> I mean, if, <laughs> if the shoe fits, right? So, of course, you look great as Not always. Yet. Not yet. But the listeners, aren't they, doesn't it amaze you at what, what uh, handsome and beautiful listeners we have? We do, yes. In, they're impeccable. Inside and out. Every yes. one of them, impeccable, impeccable. <laughs> uh, so we, Jana, we're, we're, we're bringing the fun today. And so, let you know, fun is one of those things in ministry, but especially in kids ministry that we mm-hmm. really have to take our fun seriously, right? Because we, we, of all people, we, we can't take ourselves too seriously. And I'm afraid that's too many times we kind of do. And so we need to bring the fun, but especially when working with kids, fun is one of those things that's kind of an essential component, isn't it? Absolutely. And I, I completely think it is okay for us to, when we pick kids up at church, ask them, did you have fun? I think for a while we thought we had to say, what did you learn? Yeah. And now I think we need to ask them if they had fun, because if they had fun, they're going to want to come back. That's the bottom line. Yeah, right. Because if we're all about the learning and it's in a context that's kind of somber and that's not that's not engaging, learning is only going to be, uh, is going to be limited by that. Right. And so we know that discipleship always happens in the context of relationship. And so part of that relationship is we've got to have good relationships and nobody wants to be around somebody that's just grumpy and out of sorts all the time. We need to create engage, uh, engaging relationships that are enjoyable so that we can open up minds and ears and eyes and hearts. And so as we talk about fun and we want to get into this whole importance of fun in ministry, we needed to bring in someone who is a fun expert. And so as we've combed the universe looking for someone who is the embodiment of fun, Jana, who did we come up with? Well, I'm very, very excited to tell you all this. Um, a huge fan of this guest, Annie F. Downs, the queen of fun. <laughs> for those of you who don't know Annie, she is an author, speaker, and podcaster of the very successful, huge following of That Sounds Fun, one of my very favorite podcasts that I listen to. And listeners, if you don't listen to this podcast already, please check it out. Uh, you will quickly realize that Annie is the queen of fun. Um, everybody knows that. And so we're so fortunate to have her here. She uh, is uh, also, I want to say this for our listeners, my very favorite part of the hats that she has worn is that she's a former school teacher. And mm-hmm. so I love that. I think that that's part of why she's so fun too. And anyway, so we're going to have her uh, talk with us today about the subject of fun. So welcome, Annie F. Downs. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you, guys. Yeah, that was such a generous introduction. Thank you. I will do my best to live up to Queen of Fun here today. I've got you. <laughs> Queen of Fun is awesome. what we're looking for. That was on your resume. And so if I that got were, you, Chuck, yeah, I got you. 
So Annie, you 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 do have a podcast. That's the That Sounds Fun podcast. Yes. The whole thing is centered around things that sound fun. What was it that led you to call your podcast That Sounds Fun? Well, I think this is a great conversation for us to have because it really is so in line with how we do children's ministry at church. And a lot and as you said, Jenna, a lot of how I taught school. I was I taught in a public school, but I like to say I had a Christian classroom in a public school setting because wherever we go, the spirit is with us, right? Yes. So that's yep. the kind of classroom I built. Um, but when it comes to that sounds fun, the podcast, the true of my book, it's true of our network that we've created, is that we we call it sneaky Jesus. Is if people come in thinking it's going to be fun, we can talk about anything and they're mm-hmm. already here because people mm-hmm. are looking for fun. So the same is true in kids ministry. That's why y'all use the bright colors you do. Yeah. It's why you you make the announcements the way you do is because if we get them to come in the door and thinking it is fun, what they're going to actually experience is what we call Sneaky Jesus. So that's how, I mean, really the name of the show, Chuck, was our uh, um, author, y'all probably know too, a guy named Ted Decker. Mm. In 2014, a person on his team called me and said, hey, would you be interested in interviewing Ted? He had seen me do a like host a conference or something. And I was like, well, yeah, I'd love Ted Decker. I'm a super fan, of course. And and they said, well, um, where would you like to release it? And I was like, well, I have a blog and I have Twitter. So I don't know. I don't <laughs> have any idea. Pick. Yeah, I was like, where do y'all want to release it? And she said, we don't have anywhere either. And she said, have you ever thought about starting a podcast? Huh. And hand to heaven, y'all, I said, that sounds fun. And I was like, huh, that never sounds that. fun. There's your yeah. name. Yeah. And so I went home and Googled it and nobody else was using it. So I bought it in all the places and uh, and and launched the show with an interview with Ted Decker. Wow. Well, that does sound fun. And, and apparently it was, it was right? Because you've stuck with it now. That's right. That's right. I love, I mean, what we get to do and y'all are doing this with this show too, is the beautiful thing is we have such an honor to be in people's heads. I mean, we are in their ears right now while they are cutting out lamination or at the grocery store or whatever they're having to do to get ready for the week. And, and we get to bring conversations that have, that allow them to have conversations outside of the podcast too. And so Um, it's, it's just one of my favorite things. It feels like such an honor that people trust us with their ears. Well, so I, I categorize myself as an enthusiast. Yes. It's, there are good. some of us, right, who have just exuberant, enthusiastic outlooks on life. You, sure. I seem to see in you sort of a kindred spirit in that way. Yes. Tell us about your personal relationship with enthusiasm and fun and all things positive. Why? How is that a part of you? Yeah, you know what's interesting, Chuck, is I love talking about this because when you grow up, everyone else quits having fun. And and like it's just kind of what happens to grown-ups is we have to pay bills and we have to think about things. And so fun kind of like lowers in the importance of things to get done in a week. And what I was noticing, I'm 41 now, what I was noticing in my 30s is I was like, is everyone else growing up except me? Am I Peter Pan? Like, it, why Why do I still want to have fun so much? And, and am I not mature? Is I used to have that. I mean, I would sit with my counselor and I'd be like, am I not growing what's, up? Is there something wrong with me? Yeah. Am I a late bloomer as it haven't started? <laughs> like, what's happening? And and the longer we had these conversations and as, as you said, an enthusiast, like that's part of my, I, if we're talking about the Enneagram, that's mm-hmm. part of how I identify as an Enneagram 7. But also, and 
the be- which is I mean, the best number, the, the best, right? Everyone wants to be a seven. We get it. We get it. Um, Some people but, say that they think that their number is the best. Everyone thinks their number is the best, but I don't think that's yeah. true. I'm not sure that no. that's true. It's no, there's there's a best. So that's right. now Jan is a three. So she is, and that's wonderful. It. Threes yes. and sevens are super great friends, very complimentary. Yes. And, and go so, very fast together. The speed is we, high speed. That's right. So yeah. we're including Jana in, yes. in this, yes. right? In the yeah, perfection. that's right. But there is yeah, something so about a, sevens <laughs> that make yeah. us fun people. And yes. the better you understand yourself and your own, I mean, the, the the Lord really took some real time out of his life, out of his schedule for me over the last decade to kind of like, let me help Annie see that I made her on purpose. Mm. And, the, and, and all of our friends listening, it's true too. The things you love, you're meant to love. The, the things that bring you alive, that are fire on your insides, it's meant to be that way. Mm. And so then I started going, well, if God made me on purpose and I care about fun this much, why? Mm. And that's really where, I mean, y'all, that's really where this whole that sounds fun thing kind of took off and where people started saying queen of fun and all this because I I quit trying to hide how much I loved it. And I started going, maybe this is actually about the gospel. Mm. Maybe mm. there's something here that will move the gospel forward if I will live into how God made me. And spoiler alert, it's true. I love it. I also love how you just like kids, like you have a natural connection with kids. And I know that that's part of, you know, your early career with school teaching. Mm -hmm. What grade did you teach? I did two years of fifth grade and three years of fourth grade. Oh, I love it. I was a fourth grade teacher too. To me, that is the best year. Um, So you have, uh, you love kids so much that you started a mini BFF book club. So tell us, okay, you have many BFFs, so Best Friends Forever, for those of you who don't have that 90s acronym in mind. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Tell us about that. I want to hear more about that. Well, So so they can find it at AnnieFDowns.com. First of all, we want to make sure we point you there. AnnieFDowns.com is where you can find all things Annie, including the blog and the podcast and the mini BFF book club, among other things. So yeah, yeah, tell us about that. That's right. So I'm not married yet, don't have kids yet, but all my best friends started having kids. And what I didn't realize was that when my best friends had kids, they were creating mini BFFs for me. I just didn't know. It's the best thing. But now all my friends' kids, I'm like, y'all are miniature versions of the people I already picked to have in my life. (laughs) This is the best, right? So that's where the word mini BFF comes from. And here's what happened during the pandemic. uh, Right at the beginning, when we all kind of got locked down right at first, my my friends' kids, my mini BFFs are used to me reading books to them. And then what happened is everybody's trapped in their homes. And so my closest friends were going, hey, will you FaceTime and read to the kids tonight? Because we need a break. And I was like, totally. So there was one night, y'all, last March, March of 2020, where I did five FaceTimes in a row. And I was like, something, there's, I need to work smarter, not harder. Something's going <laughs> wrong here. Yeah. And so then I was like, you know what? I'll do it on Insta Story or Instagram Live. Uh-huh. I'll do an Instagram Live. And so every night of the spring, seven nights a week, I was reading books. And it was just kind of like, my friends could tune in. But then I was like, well, if anybody else is watching, and y'all, I need to tell you that in like three weeks, there was like 20,000 phones watching. Wow. We wow. were we were blown away. We just had no idea. We had no idea. And, and you all saw other people doing it too. Dolly Parton did it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people started reading books to kids. And so we realized like, man, but this is different because these are Again, my mini BFFs, these are not just strangers who love Dolly Parton. These are people who already feel connected to my work about fun 
And so that's really how it started. Now we do once a week. We do every Monday night. And um, and I just read a picture book that we love. And and I get to say hi to the kids. The parents will type in their names. as they. So I spend the first five minutes just saying hi to the kids. It's just a little 20-minute connection point. But y'all, this, can I, do, do we have time for me to tell you a really sweet story? Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. please. Absolutely. Do it. Okay. So we uh, we take the That Sounds Fun podcast on tour. We're getting to go out again in February and March. And when we are out in June, we're at a church in Indiana. Indianapolis. And I look across the, we're in line for the VIP. So they're in line to like take a picture and to, and they're on, in, in line on the right of me. Okay. On the left of me, I'm just noticing out the corner of my eye, just a speedy person coming at me just very fast. It's like a three-year-old in his glasses and he's running and he, his mom just can't even stop him. And he grabs my legs. He says, Annie, Annie, I'm part of mini BFF book. Y'all know me. I'm like crying (laughs) that this kid is running up to me because his mom works in the church. I mean, it was the sweetest thing. And and you just go like, oh man, the the idea that God would make a way for me to be able to still, I mean, Jada, you, Jenny, you get it. This idea of like, when I used to read books out loud to kids and when I was teaching school, it was 30 of them. And now there could be 30,000 of them. Mm -hmm. Like only God multiplies like Mm -hmm. that in a way where he Mm -hmm. said, hey, will you walk away from your teaching job and pursue something else? And mm. and in a decade later, I'm going to bring back mm. one of your favorite parts of this job in a multiplied kind of way. I mean, it's it's Ephesians three twenty stuff, right? I mean, it's more than I could have ever dreamed. How fun! How love what it. a cool thing! It. So, listeners, yes. for you as ministry leaders, Annie's mini BFF book club is a great resource to share with parents. It's got she's got I don't know. There's more than forty books, Annie, that you've got at least. Yeah, listed we're we're there. close to a hundred. Yeah, yeah and they can go to mini BFF book club on Instagram, and we show the we show the book every week. We show all the resources we make, and it's all free. It's all just for people to have. Awesome! What a great thing that we as leaders can refer to parents because I know parents are always looking for fun like what's new for books. Uh, what yes. should we be reading with our kids? Mm-hmm. And you've got just such a great collection of them. So people can click on there and they can go and they can purchase the books and find them and totally. uh, and then hear stories. So what a cool yeah. thing. What a cool it's thing. It's so fun. It's so fun. I love so it. So not only do you have the many BFFs, what I've noticed about you listening to your podcast through the years, you have so many friends. Like it feels like you know everybody, and especially being here in Nashville, listeners, I know not everybody's in the Nashville area, but it is so cool to hear um, just how many circles of life are in this area that you know, Mm -hmm. and bring bring it into, you know, your podcast, and we get to hear some cultural things about Nashville, but that translates to, to the broader listeners too. So tell us, Tell us just your thoughts on friendship. I know fun and friendship go together, but I want to hear about, you know, your thoughts on friendship. I'm really liberal when I use that word Hmm. because I'm like, I want the thing we want most is connection. And if someone feeling like we're friends makes them feel connected, I want to use that word. Hmm. Right. And so I think about that with my listeners. I had a young woman walk up to me at... A, at a coffee shop yesterday. Oh, y'all are gonna so appreciate this. I'm meeting with my mentor yesterday. I am, I am, I am crying hard about something that's gone sideways in public. Why am I doing that in public in the first place? I don't know. But I'm, you know, I'm like working through this thing with my mentor, and we finish, and we, you know, she prays for me. We get up to walk out of Frothy Monkey and Franklin, and this sweet friend stops us and says. 
hey, are you Annie of Davos? I was like, like oh, has she listened to the whole thing? Did she just hear the whole thing? And you're like, no. And, right, <laughs> no. right. I was like, not me, not me, not me. Unless you didn't hear anything, and then for sure me. Um, but the first thing she says is, I'm a big fan. And I was like, no, 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 no. We don't have fans around here. We have friends. Mm. Like fans mm, are for people that. that are famous. For me, I'm like, if you are trusting me with your ears for an hour, three times a week, we're friends. That's right. And so yeah. that, and that matters to me when people say things like, Annie, I feel like we've been best friends, even though we haven't met. I'm like, me too. Me too. Because when I'm making the shows, when I'm bringing my guests on, yes. I am doing it because I want to bless my friends on the other side. This is something I say to other podcast hosts all the time. Do not bring guests That's right. because you want the guest's audience. Bring guests because you want to bless your audience. Absolutely. You're not Absolutely. doing it. Because even, I mean, we had Matthew McConaughey on and it did not, y'all, it did not change my downloads. <laughs> because Matthew McConaughey didn't tell his people to come listen. Right. It was a blessing to my audience and they thought it was awesome. But yeah. you don't bring guests because you're trying to get their audience, right? Exactly. And so my friends I bring on, Jana, you know, the people that are coming on to be interviewed are people that I think, man, the girl at Frothy Monkey who stopped me, she will love to hear this conversation. Yeah. And she and we just did a Q&A about fasting because a lot of people have been asking me in the DMs and in all sorts of places, like, tell us about that practice and and. and particularly for women and for women with small children who are like, I got to feed all my people every day. How am I supposed to not eat and still feed these eight mouths yeah. in my house? Right. Yeah. And so, yeah. so we really do try to build shows that, that will be a blessing to the friends that are listening. Yeah. And I love, I mean, you will get this Chuck as your Enneagram seven is when my friends become friends with my friends, that's my favorite thing. Absolutely. If my friends fall in love, like if I can introduce a couple, that's highest level. But if <laughs> oh, my yeah. friends become friends with my friends, that's the and that's what I get to do in the podcast and even mm -hmm. in the books that I write. Even with What Sounds mm -hmm. Fun to You, the kids book, every kid in it is one of my real life mini BFFs that the illustrator drew. So I'm really mm. introducing my real life mini BFFs mm -hmm. to all the mini BFFs on the other side of the picture book. Well, and so, and you, so for me, it, yeah, sorry, go ahead, Chuck. No, go ahead. I was going to say, you you did an episode on your podcast with kids whose pictures are in the book yes. and you have those. I loved listening to yes. that. It's, first of all, you know, it's so fun to listen to kids with their little voices and, and just the fun way that they'll talk about everything from, yes. you know, falling off a horse to what, whatever color shoes they're wearing. <laughs> right. Kids are just awesome. Right. And so we, we're kids people. We love yes. it. Our friends that you're talking to are all invested that we are invested in kids. Yeah. And so an episode yes. like that just resonates with us. And so listening to I you talk to them just really warmed my heart and made me think, yeah, okay. Annie's yeah. one of our people. You're one of our people. Yes. And yes. so, cause I think when we talk to kids like they're adults, I mean, not content wise, but like, I'm going to ask the kids in my life, the same kind of questions I'm asking. How was your day? Yeah. What'd you do today? What do you think about this? What'd you think about that play on that, in that soccer game or whatever? You know, like I, I think the thing that you guys and our friends listening and I all agree on is, is that kid there, a, there's no junior Holy spirit. That's right. So they're not going to have a different experience with the Holy spirit with a different Holy spirit than we are. That, yes. And so, I, 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 one of my friends, I mean, I had this really heart to heart with her. She's eight. And I was like, hey, I know you pray for some other stuff when you go to bed. Will you pray for this for me? Because this thing really matters to me and we love each other. And she was like, yeah, I'll pray every night. And her mom's like, she prays every, every night. Every night. That's right. Because I'm like, yeah, that's that. my, that's an actual mm -hmm. friend of mine. She may be eight, but she's an actual friend of mine. And so that's what I love about kids ministry people is none of us are doing this because we think there's like a, because we're trying to be silly or trying to, you know, uh, we're doing it because that's the future and they're people right now. 
Well, yeah. and so let's let's go there just for a moment on that important. So Jana mentioned your your friendships. You you value friendship in relationships, yeah. and we as leaders need to think of the children that we're ministering to as people. You know, they're yes. you, that whole idea that you know that well, well, they're just kids. Now we all know that that's not that's not the posture that we take. Some adults yes. who don't understand kids ministry think it's childcare yep. or whatever. We know no. it's relationship, <gasps> it's discipleship, it's connection. That's right. And that's right. so that's so valuable to us. And so we're talking specifically today about bringing some fun to that. Yeah. For some of us, Annie, for you and me and for Jan, for some of us, the fun kind of comes naturally. It's just who sure. is part of who we are. It's, an, it's out of the overflow, right? It's you right. can't, I would imagine, Annie, I can't picture you in any, in a situation with kids where it wouldn't be anything but fun because it's part of who you are. Oh, do you know what you they are. call me, Chuck? What do they call all me? My all my mini BFFs call me Crazy Annie. Oh, well, there's <laughs> yeah. there you go. Because there's three Annies in our friend group. <laughs> and so I'm the crazy one. I'm the one that will go out in the woods. And, yeah, so you know, they're like prepped for fun when I get there. No, but for some <laughs> others, for some of our other friends, the fun is a little bit harder, <laughs> totally. right? It doesn't necessarily come naturally what would you say what encouragement might you offer as the 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 queen of fun which i think the certified verified queen of fun what what encouragement might you offer to to those uh friends of ours who who maybe the fun is a little harder for them to to come up with i think one thing that is true is just like all of us are probably a little more attractive than we believe we are and all of us are probably a little bit better friends than we believe we are you are probably more fun than you think you are Mm. And, you know, there's always, especially in a group of my peers who are mostly moms, they will, oh, oh, I'm not the fun mom. And I'm like, well, actually, when I talk to your kids about you, you are the fun mom. Mm-hmm. And so and so that's my first encouragement, Chuck, is I would say you probably are more fun than you think you are. And you probably are a little more creative with your fun than you realize you are. You've just decided that there is a level of fun that you do not reach. Mm. So you're the one who's made a finish line that you're not crossing. We didn't say you had to be this, that, or the other to be fun. You don't have to be the person putting on the costume to be fun. And so, but then my other encouragement is like, if, if you don't bring fun as your primary thing to the table, you bring something else that I don't bring. And so let's partner. Let's partner because you're going to bring a maybe a I don't even want to say a depth because that's unfair to the those to of us that are really people, fun to imply right? yes. that we are not deep. But there is there is a thoughtfulness that sometimes I don't carry. Yeah. And there is a here in in our company we talk a lot about what everybody's speed limit is. And I need people who go below the speed limit because I'm pedal to the metal all the time. Yes. And so we need those partnerships. I mean, it's the relationship part, right? Whether it's a volunteer, whether it's a parent who can step in, whether it is a college intern that's there for the summer, who can partner with you that where you both get to bring your strengths, but do not label yourself as the not fun one, because it's not true. That's a beautiful picture of the body of Christ, right? God's made each one of us different and complementary so that it's together. The goal isn't ultimately that every one of us be the most fun. It's not like a fun competition to see who can be the no. most fun person. But we we can bring fun into our ministries. First of all, good word. Maybe you're more fun than you think you are. Give yourselves yes. the opportunity to be fun. But yes. also you don't have to carry the responsibility for being all the fun, right? It's right. good to share that. Right. Good word. Thank you. Now, I don't want to miss, we've mentioned it a little bit. I don't want to miss the fact that we've talked about mini BFF book club, but you yourself can now put children's author as one of your hats. So I want to hear more about uh, your book, What Sounds Fun to You, which is specifically for your children audience. 
Yeah, which I think this is a our friends listening. When we wrote, when we wrote that sound, I mean, I wrote what sounds fun to you. So I don't want to say we, but I always say we on accident. When I wrote what sounds fun to you, when they turned it in the publisher, we took it to librarians, we took it to children's ministry people, we took it all over the place and said, can this fit in the groups you're leading? Because I wanted a book as a as a public school teacher, I wanted a book that sat that could sit in a public school library Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. also talked about God. Right. Because we don't want to hide. We're not trying to put our light under a bushel, but we're being wise about where it's lit. Right. And how it is presented. So let's shape it correctly so that it can go into all the places. And so, I mean, literally, what sounds fun to you? Every page, I'm just talking about a different environment that could be fun for kids. One of the things we've realized, and all of our friends listening know this, on a on a Sunday morning at our church, it's called Power Up. Mm-hmm. On a Sunday morning at Power Up, you've got, for the first 10 minutes, so everybody's kind of getting settled. They're all doing different things. Some of them are talking to their leaders. Some of them are catching up with their friends they only see on Sundays. Some of them are already flipping through the papers you're going to hand out. And, and and the problem is what we want kids to understand is whatever you choose is fun. On the playground, if you want to play soccer, that's fun. If you want to read a book, that's fun. Because what happens when you're a grown up mm-hmm. is when you say, tell me what sounds fun to you. Y'all would be shocked about this. I'll say, tell me what sounds fun to you. And a grown up will go, well, I don't know if you'll think this is fun or this may not be fun to you. Everybody does like a shame excuse mm-hmm. around their fun. And it's because when we were in kindergarten, we thought there was one thing that was cool and fun and everything else was below that. And so my hope is with what sounds fun to you, we can go back to the root Mm -hmm. and go, hey, listen, on the playground, if you want to read outside, that's fun. Because then what we're actually doing, the goal of the book, what we're actually doing on each of these pages is going, the way God made you on purpose is on purpose. Mm. So that is, you are not less than, there is not cool and uncool in the kingdom of God. There is, if you are, if you're at the beach and you're building a sandcastle, or if you're at the beach and you're jumping in the waves, the way God made you is on purpose Mm. and you are fun. And that will hopefully, we'll only know in 20 years, that'll hopefully go with our little friends as they figure out what it looks like to be a person. Awesome. Okay. The, the book is for younger kids, uh, yes. ages yeah. about three to eight, right? So it's younger yeah. kids. The concept of fun is for everybody, everybody. Yeah, that's right. But the that's book right. specifically targets those younger kids. What a great yeah. resource and a good book for parents to have at home and to read with your kids. Thanks. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks. We're really excited about it. It's just fun. I mean, as a former teacher, right? I'm got to, I got to tap into all my skill, anything I've ever been trained for, which is less than you want to believe. But I mean, all my elementary school training got to come in because I was like, I know the reading level of this book, (laughs) right? And I know what a fourth and a fifth grade classroom can do with this book. I know what a public school library can do with it. And so we even had last week, a teacher sent me a picture. They had turned a whole bulletin board, a fifth grade class had done a whole what sounds fun to you bulletin board and every kid had answered. Oh, it's just the best. I'm having, it's more than I deserve. Well, awesome. Annie F. Downs, thank you so much for being with us on the Kids Ministry 101 podcast. Oh, Chuck, thanks for having me. And if you don't mind, can I just say thank you to all of our friends listening who are serving the kids in our churches and our neighborhoods and our schools and every place that you're doing ministry to kids. I am here. 
because my parents took me to church mm. growing up. I can, I mean, I can still tell you about my third grade Sunday school teacher. Mm. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, we are moved and changed by the grownups who invest in us as we are growing up. And, and when we all get to heaven and we lay our crowns down, I promise you that the Sunday school teachers I had and the people leading my small group will get a lot more credit than I'm going to ever get for the work I get to do. Mm. So thank y'all for how you're investing in, in kids. It, it really matters. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Listeners, as always, thank you for being with us. We hope that you are encouraged, inspired, excited about what you're doing. Continue to lean in. You know that we are here each week with you, and uh, we're just so glad that you are a part of this group of friends. So please uh, continue to come back to us. Guys, I want to direct you to Annie's webpage again. It's AnnieFDowns.com. Don't forget the F, AnnieFDowns.com. That's where you'll find uh, the blog, the podcast, all things Annie. There's lots of fun things going on there, including the mini BFFF book club. It's only two F's. Get that right. One F in Annie, two in BFF. See, it's all, there you go. So check that out. Also the book, What Sounds Fun to You, the new uh, kids book, picture book. It's awesome. It's available on lifeway.com, which is a great place to shop or anywhere that you find books. So make sure you check that out. What Sounds Fun to You on lifeway.com. So thank you again, listeners, for being with us today. Annie, thank you. Jana. Thank you. And we'll see all of you guys back again soon for another episode of the Kids Ministry 101 podcast.